Yo, what time is it? Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland. This is no ordinary man. With Rudy Povich. He's very stupid. Here we go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. Every day it goes live, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And make sure you subscribe. Whatever platform that you are on, make sure that you subscribe. Because every day when we ship out a brand new episode, it'll just automatically get downloaded right to your phone. There's no screwing around. There's no going to find it. Boom, right there. Today on the show, what's the key to 103? Well, you'll stay out of the ground if you stick around. Also, swimmy, swammy, Samsonite. I was way off. Also, one-way loyalty. Well, my friends, that's called stupidity. But first, a couple live dates. Let's get to them, huh? So shows starting tonight all the way through Sunday going to be at House of Comedy with the very funny Sophie Buttle and Wendy Mayberry. Those shows, 7.30 pretty much every single night, and then the uh, Friday and Saturday Late Show. Both those start at 9.30. Tickets, you can find them at rudypovich.com. August 4th and 5th, Gutty's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota, with the very funny Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. August 26th and 27th, that's going to be at Gutty's Comedy Club, Indianapolis, Indiana. The Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with Jonathan Kite, September 22nd through the 24th, and then December 2nd and 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas, once again with my good buddy Jonathan Kite. All those tickets, all that information, you can go ahead and you can find it right now, rudypovich.com. So, yeah, a um, good couple of weeks we got going on. New merch, I'm promising you, I keep saying it, I keep putting it off because I've just got so much other shit on the plate right now. And <laughs> I am... Uh, I know that I've been taking a little bit of heat from people going, what's up? All this, you got new logos? Nothing? We're we're getting there, dude. We're getting there. Give me a goddamn second. Jesus. Uh, What's up, Sally? Hi, Cam. Hi, Andrea. What's up, Shelly? Hi, Mira. What's up, Alina? Hi, Anna. Amanda. BJ. What's up, dude? Good to see everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by. All right, let's go on to an uh, World War II vet in Queens residence. You guys see this, dude? I got to ask you a couple questions because uh, for me... This doesn't sit right. I'm not a fan. Uh, This gentleman just lived to be 103. And this is what he said is the secret to a long life. I stay away from fast women and slow horses. But luck, that's all I've got tributed to luck. Fortunately, I'm aging gracefully, I think. Dude, 103. 100. Fuck. Can you? Dude. I'm checked out at almost 42. I don't know why he would want to live to be 103. When my grandfather passed away, he was 73. And I thought, good run. At that time, yeah. 73-year-olds looked like 73-year-olds. Now, 73-year-olds are just doing their first Ironman competition. 73 is a little early. Times have changed. But I'm looking at the age of about 88, 89, and I'm like, that's a good time to go. 103, too long, man too long maybe you at that point i did hear something funny yesterday which was there was a woman who had just turned like i don't know like 106 and somebody asked her what's the best thing about being 106 and she said no more peer pressure (laughs) because everybody's goddamn dead funny joke i'm like man i just can't imagine what it would be like to be that age uh fuck man you've seen so much you've seen i mean you literally went from you know horse and buggies 
to living at a time with no action, like no vehicles. There was no, like nobody had that shit back then. No TV. Think of like, oh, you've seen in 103 years. I don't want to see that much. I'm good. Even at 42, I'm like, eh, all right. I think I'd probably just, you know, if it wasn't for my daughter, I would have probably been living out my days just, you know, doing this uh, leaving Las Vegas style. <laughs> There's no reason. I got nothing to live for. I got no, listen, it's not like we're on top of the mountain. People don't, if, the only kid who depends on me is my daughter. I'd have checked out a long ass time ago. But no, man, that's not the case. We're stuck. So here we sit. I think 73, too young, but 89. What's you guys' age? What do you guys think? Throw it in the comments, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Let me know. I feel like it's far too young uh, at 73, but 103. <sighs> now, it'd be different if like 103 is, you know, today is 75. But I feel like 103, then you, you start looking at dudes that are 103. And they look 103. We're even like at 73. You don't look 73 anymore. You look good for 73. You feel like guys are, you know, you hear like, you know, oh my gosh, how old was he? He was 72. Oh my gosh, so young. So young. Back then, if you made it to 72, people would be like, hey, did he had a good run? <laughs> you know? Uh, Shelly, 80, 85 if I'm healthy. Yeah. It'd be nice to spend a little bit of extra time with the grand. If you're good, then great. You know? Uh, cause my grandmother, those last like five years, we, we were ready. I think she, I mean, she was definitely ready to roll. You go to the retirement home and, uh, it wasn't even a retirement home. It was, you know, it was, it was assisted living and she'd just be like, I'm so goddamn tired of being here. Some, some people are not meant to be on the planet. Okay. Let's just all throw it out there. Let's lay it on the table. There's some people that just don't want to fucking be here. And I don't think we should give those people shit. If you got a hard scrabble life and thing ain't, things ain't going right, you're sick all the time. Like, that's why, you know, when everybody had heard about the Dr. Kevorkian thing, I was like, good on him. I mean, as if you are somewhat of sound mind, but not so much body, and it is a burden on people, and you're like, listen, this is it's going to be easier for all of us. It's going to suck for the first couple of years, but trust me, I'm making a massive sacrifice for all of you. I don't want to do this. You don't need to be doing this. Go out and enjoy your life. Absolutely. And I, I will keep this nameless for the sake of this person, but there was an acquaintance of mine whose whose daughter was a very difficult adult for 30 something years. And even though at that time when she was, I think the, the daughter was like 33 when she had passed, this person had said, I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken. That, that was our baby. But man, you can't imagine what I'm going to do with the rest of my life now. And I'm like, don't feel bad. <laughs> Dude, you ain't got to like feel sorry for that. I, I, I 1000% get it. Absolutely. Ask anybody who has been tethered to the home with a sick, with a sick kid or hospital visits. I mean, when, when we were in and out of children's hospital, many times with our daughter, I would see a lot of parents that you could just tell there was like a, a, a part of them that was like, either this has to end permanently or we got to fix it. Cause I just can't do it anymore. There was one lady, they were trying to sell their house 
like it, it, in a, a town called North Branch, which is about 45 miles north of downtown St. Paul. Kind of a hike. But they were having to travel from North Branch to St. Paul to be close to the hospital in case anything happened to their... So they were trying to like get their house ready to sell. Wife had not been home in three months. I'm like, dude, that is, that's hard living, man. Absolutely. Sally, I told my kids to drop me off uh, on a deserted road and leave me if I have dementia. Not a bet. Listen, my grandfather always said, don't you guys be spending money on no caskets, okay? I am not worth the wood. You get a potato sack and you bury me in the backyard. <laughs> I think we now know where those self-esteem issues come from. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, Amanda, I think it depends on the mobility and uh, mentality of the person. My grandma is almost 93. She swims every day and goes out with her friends all the time. She's adorable. Yeah, if you can still hang on and you can kick it and you're not a burden on people, let her rip. Enjoy. But for the most part, I think there's a lot of folks that, I don't know, are, are you doing the noble thing if you just decide to check out? If you're 74 and you got a touch of the dementia and you're having to move in with your kids and like they got, Christ, they got their kids and then eventually they want to have grandkids. It's like, I don't know. Do you just wait until everybody goes to go see the new Superman movie and then you down a bottle of pills and leave a note that just says, I love you all. <laughs> Here's my bank account number. You get whatever's left. Everything else, you guys can uh, divvy it up. Make sure some of the jewelry goes to the kids. Other than that, uh, I got a bunch of skeletons in my closet and I don't want to be a burden. So take care. Sorry if I messed up your sheets. I put plastic down on the bed before I downed this bottle, and now we're good. Enjoy the rest of your life. It's going to suck for the first couple of months. You're going to miss the shit out of me. Don't you guys be coming to the cemetery once every day to see me. I'm not there. I thought it was the one thing that I wish I would have done differently. Because after my grandfather passed away, I was at that cemetery every day. Just sitting next to a hole. And finally, like after like three months, somebody had pointed out to me. They were like, he's not there. I mean, his body might be, but if you believe in any sort of afterlife, dude, that guy's that guy's either uh, that guy's either shooting pool with a uh, uh, lemon lime vodka in front of him, uh, or he's you know a part of the wind up at the cabin. But he's not in a fucking hole, you dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna cry, just at least cry on the way to something productive. Try to kill two birds with one stone, would you? No pun intended. But what I'm saying is because my grandfather was killed by a bird with a stone. But what I'm saying is, like, let's not just all hang out and do nothing. Uh, Mira, this got real dark real fast. Not apparent, but I can only imagine the exhaustion. Yeah, it's, it, I, dude, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, 30-something years, you, there was no vacations. Your, your, you know, your daughter couldn't travel. There was no... You couldn't take you couldn't take your child to just I mean just a wedding. They never went to school. You basically there was one parent that was at the house for thirty something years, while the other one went to work. The husband would leave early in the morning. He would work during the day. The mom he would get home. Mom would leave. She would work about four or five hours at night, and then come back to the house. And they would just they did that every day for thirty some years. Never had, never went to a ball game. Never just like went to the beach. Too hard. They couldn't get her out of the house. It was far too difficult. And then on top of it, also paying people to be there because this wasn't a one-person job. 
you needed to. And after 30 some years, they both just kind of looked at each other. And my biggest thing was, I hope you two don't get divorced. Cause that would be a shame. Is that, cause now, now what? Now you have nothing. You, you guys have, your brain is so conditioned to do this every single day that now that it's not there, you guys might drive each other crazy or you're going to have the best last 25 years on this planet together. So run out and try to enjoy it as much as you can. I know. Sorry. I did get a little dark today. I don't know. I've been kind of going through it a little bit. Uh, yesterday, I'll bring this up. I didn't mean to bring it up, but, uh, yesterday I, I was kind of having a shit day and the, like, is it just me? Or are they not sending out reminders for vehicle tabs anymore? Cause usually the government is really good about reminding you, Hey, you owe us a couple bucks. And they never sent out the reminder that that little yellow piece of paper that goes, Hey, by the way, your tabs are due this month. I never received it. And then I asked a couple other people and they're like, yeah, we ain't got it either. So I go online to, to renew my tabs and I never, I go online, I do the thing. They never send me a message back that, cause now instead of just buying them and they send them, you have to fill out the paperwork and then go pick the goddamn things up. I'm like, the government frivolously spends money on all sorts of dumb shit. You guys can't spend the 37 cents to send them to me. Now I got to go pick them up. Never heard back for a week. So my tabs have been expired <clears throat> for, you know, 10 days going into, into July and still got nothing. So finally, I had to bite the bullet and just go down to the DMV and sit. And I timed it out. All right, uh, 1030. If I go now, probably take about 45 minutes to an hour sitting there, and then I can go pick up my daughter at noon and then come back. Oh, fuck no. I was there at 1030. It's 10 to noon, and I'm still 14 people away from, and I got to pick up my kid down the street. And then I might say down the street, like 10 miles away. So I'm sitting at the DMV just like, okay, fuck. If I leave right now, I can get, I can get Kenley, drop her off at home, get back here before they get to my number. Oh, no. So, of course, I leave, and then they just rapid fire through goddamn everybody. So, by the time I got back, I was number 93. They were on 96. And I'm like, God fucking, are you kidding me? Yeah, now you guys decide to pick up the goddamn pace? Ugh. So, I uh, I waited until they called 97, and then I walked up, and I was so flustered and just so, you know, I got a pile of goddamn work in front of me, and I'm trying to get shit done. And then I, I walk up and I meant to tell the woman, hey, I'm really sorry I was 93, but now this is not, I, I, can I step in? I don't know. And the woman, like this gal just kind of like came out of nowhere. She's like, um, I'm 97. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yes, you are. I'm so sorry. I, uh, it's been a hell of a day. And then I step, and then, then a part of me just like washed over. I went, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? They were just going to call 97 and you're 93 and you're just going to walk up and no one's going to give you shit? I was like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. That was an asshole move of me. I'm so sorry. My apologies. And then there was a, an open teller next to her, and the woman goes, that's fine. Just you move over, and I'll just I'll take care of you here. So by the time the woman had wrapped up, I had leaned over and was like, I'm really, really sorry. It's just been a, a shit day, and I, I feel like it's just going to get worse. And the woman's like, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sure she went home and lit me up to her husband. I was like, fuck that guy. I don't know who he thought he was just cutting in front of everybody. We've all been waiting an hour and a half. Fuck him. <laughs> mm. 
And no reminders this year, driving around for a month before I remembered. Yeah, why not the reminders? And if they give out some bullshit reason like COVID, we don't need people licking the envelopes. That's how COVID spreads, everybody. They spread it through the reminder of the DMV tabs. Bullshit. Just send it out. Or you, you have all of our information. You can't just drop me a quick email. I mean, I don't know how many times I've given you my, my telephone, a text, nothing. You guys can't automate that? Although it doesn't surprise me. It's 2022. You still can't use Apple Pay. Shit, we still had to write checks at the DMV up until like six months ago. And these are the people that run our country. We can't, what the fuck, you guys? You can't just like step into the now a little bit? Oh my God. Uh, what's up, Cassie? Hi, good to see you. So yeah, so anyways, I felt terrible about what I had done yesterday. And I, for whatever reason, I just thought about it. But sometimes like your brain just gets overwhelmed. I heard something the other day and I thought it was a very good outlook on, I, I guess just what it is, like the way our brains work. And there was a uh, there was a gentleman who had said, you know, I think he was a little older. He was probably like around like 92, 93. And he said, you know, uh, it's not that I can't remember. It's just that I've lived so long. I got so much shit in my brain. It just takes a little longer to find it. And I was like, wow, I really like that outlook. Never thought about it that way. It just takes a little bit longer to find it. And then I read a study this morning that shows 50% of people have trouble remembering a new person's name at least half of the time. And then on top of that, almost a third have trouble remembering a new person's face. It's not that I don't want to remember you. It's that I just can't. I'm so sorry. And that's why we need to implement, dude, if you are with a, a significant other and you guys are out, you really got to get the move down of, hey, by the way, when somebody comes up and says hi, I need you uh, to make sure that you introduce yourself with your name so that they can introduce themselves with their name. And that way, I know exactly who this person is. Because I've gotten to the point where when that happens to me, I recognize it. And I don't care. I'm like, oh, that guy doesn't remember my name or he doesn't remember who I am. I was with Jonathan Kite. We're in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. And we go to get a cup of coffee. There's a guy outside. I, I walk out of the coffee shop. Jonathan's out there talking to him. Jonathan talked to him for like 20 minutes. I mean, they gave, you know, big hugs, handshakes. Good to see you, man. They started walking away. John looks at me and goes, I have no fucking idea who that guy is. <laughs> I was like, dude, you guys chatted it up. Like, you guys were old acquaintances. He's like, I have absolutely no idea. I've never seen that guy in my life. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so when I'm out with somebody and I come up, I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? They're like, dude, good to see you. I'm like, yeah, you too. Great to see you. Blah, blah, blah. We start chatting it up. If their friend or significant other comes over and then that person goes, oh, by the way, this is, uh, this is Sherry. And then I'm like, hi, Sherry, my name is Rudy. I'm like, oh, that guy didn't remember me. And I don't care. He did the appropriate thing. Like when people get mad about the zipper merge, I'm like, I don't get mad when people cut me off in the zipper merge. That's what you're supposed to do. Do the zipper merge. I've, I've never, you'll never see me get angry about the thing that you are supposed to do. So when it comes back on me, I'm like, I would do the same thing in that situation. And I don't take offense to like, Fucking, uh, I can't believe that guy didn't remember me. How could that guy? Now, who gives a shit? You're not that special. This person has a lot of things going on in their life. So 
I don't know. Take a back seat, chill for just a moment, and then remember, you have done the same thing many a times to many a people. I see it happen. In fact, it just happened to me at uh, the Hibbing Street Dance last weekend. A girl I went to not only elementary school with, but middle school and high school. We are friends on Facebook. I see her posts all the time. She walked by me and I was like, hey, what's up? And she went, hi. I was like, wow, good to see you. She went, I'm so sorry. Who are you? And I was like, uh, and then I, I said my name. And she went, oh. I said, is this, is this your son? Wow, he is a lot bigger than I, I, I thought he was going. Like, he's a tall boy. I, I thought he was still like two or three. She's like, no, no, he's seven now. And I was like, wow, time flies on. She's like, yeah, absolutely. And then kept walking. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, did she not remember me? What, what is going on here? So I thought to myself, all right, well, I've kind of made it a decree that if I don't have that great of a relationship with you, I have to like excommunicate you from all social media. I just, I can't do it. It's too much. I, first off, I don't care about the people I actually care about social media. Why should I care about somebody I'm not that involved with? So... I was like, okay, well, listen, I'll just kind of hide this person or unfriend them. Whatever. It's not a big deal, man. We're adults. Listen, I don't need everybody in my life. Uh, I think about Pearl Jam's Just Breathe. Oh, I'm a lucky man to count on both hands the ones I love. That's all you need. <laughs> Five people, man. I got them. That's all I need. That's all, that's all you need. It's great to have acquaintances and people we can kick it with, people that are on the live feed every day and people who come to the shows. We hang. The other comics, that's all great but if everybody were to just look at me and be like, you need to get the fuck out of here and be like, okay, all right, thanks. <laughs> Take care. Best of luck to you. But then she sent me an email on Sunday morning and she was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. It dawned on me like 20 minutes later who you are. And yes, I, you must've thought I was a maniac because we have known each other for, you know, 37 years of our life since kindergarten and then i just walked you walked by me and she's like and you were genuinely excited to see me and i'm so sorry that i did that and i'm like i don't give a shit because i've done it i'm sure i've done it to people too walk by me like how's it going and they're like do you not know who i am and i'm like not today i don't <laughs> if you caught me on a different day maybe uh sally i don't expect you to remember me uh when i run into you at menards haha ha, i think you did remember me though absolutely i did oh absolutely yes um i believe you were walking out did you have some lumber with you that day because i think you had some lumber and you were building something or another i can't remember what you had but absolutely i remember that yes of course um yeah, I don't, uh, I don't remember my kids' friends because my kids' friends are kind of dum-dums, but I definitely remember that uh, hang out and kick it with this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I will probably forget all of my grandkids' names, but I'll definitely know that Amanda and Mira and, uh, and Danielle and Andrea and, I, and Sally, yeah, I'll remember all that. <laughs> BJ, I'll remember all that. Everyone else, piss off. I got no time for you. <laughs> uh, I did like something that I heard this morning, and that is uh, loyalty one way is actually stupidity. And I thought to myself, I've never heard of it like that, but it is a thousand percent true. There's a lot of people, especially like in, in the business that I've been in for a long time, radio, entertainment, comedy, 
sometimes we see people and we go, hey, man, um, that person can get me to this next level or being associated with that person can get me here or know it, whatever it is. And as long as you are open and honest about that, it's fine. But there's people that I do work for that if, if I didn't have a skill that I could give them, they would have absolutely no communication with me at all. And that's fine because I get it. We're both amicably helping one another. I do your shit. I make it look good. And then you pay me. And that's okay. Uh, but if there's another client down the road who's got a couple extra bucks who's willing to pay with a little less work, dude, I, I would probably take that because I know that that person would easily drop me if they could find somebody that was cheaper that could do the same amount of quality. And I'm fine with that. You have to be okay with it. But I, I, at this point in life, at 42, I have absolutely no ambition to want to be loyal to somebody if it doesn't come back around my way. If they're going to be somebody that would drop me, that's why. And here's the thing. I was telling my friend Adrian, I think that's why the crew that that Jonathan Kite has put together. Like when the like when that core four and five of us get together, uh, you know, me, John, Ryan Neeson, Mike Eaton, Johnny Mitchell, the chemistry that is there, we genuinely want to see each other succeed. And that means, and there's times where I know that John has been like, ah, man, you had to bring it tonight and you didn't, but it's okay. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it, man. But I feel the same way about all of those guys. Like, good or bad, I would, I'll stand by them. The chemistry that the five of us all have together, it fucking works. And when you find that in people, there are a lot of people that I worked with in radio. The second I met them, I was like, oh, that person would shit can me in a heartbeat. But I would do the same to them. So it has to be both ways. I'm not loyal to them. They're not loyal to me. The people that you do find in this business that are loyal to you and you are loyal to them, hang on to them. My buddy Adrian, my buddy Adrian can come out in the news next week that, uh, hey man, they are canceling that dude top to bottom. And I'd be like, eh, let me hear the story first. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that, I've worked with, if they were like, that. Hey, listen, we're getting rid of that dude. I'm like, yeah, good. They're like, do you want to hear why? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. Absolutely don't care. But it's true. It's so true. Um, uh, let's see, Scooter, I cannot agree more. Sally, uh, we're the loyal gals of the show. Goddamn right. I'll stand. I'll listen. Listen, meet me at camera one. I'll stand by you. Won't I ever desert you? I'll stand by you. I don't know who sings that song. It just popped into my head. Because I, I can't do the, the stand by me. I can't do the lean on me, but I won't ever desert you. I'll stand by you. Okay. Getting a little too intimate with the microphone. I'm going to back that up. Let's start a little music, shall we? Um, but uh, yeah. But I was thinking about it as I was reading about the new Derek Jeter seven-part series coming out on ESPN. ESPN figured it out one day that you can't just play baseball highlights all goddamn day because people kind of zone out. So then they were like, you know what we should do? Let's start doing these outside the outside the lines and start doing stories about, you know, 
kids that have overcome disabilities and sports helped them get there. Oh my God, dude. Every time I see that story about, uh, and it just so happens to be the Green Bay Packers, but there's a lot of stories about it. But there's a story about a young gal from Wisconsin who loves the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And as a make-a-wish, they sent this young gal to uh, the Packers training camp, and she hung out with all them dudes. Rode bikes, got to throw the ball around. And when you see that video of Aaron Rodgers and all the other Packers on her screen being like, hey, look outside, because right now there's a limo, and we're bringing you to Green Bay to hang out with us for the day. Fucking tears, man. Cry my eyes out every time. So ESPN's gotten really goddamn good with all of the extra programming outside of the actual sports highlights. And they're nailing it, man. These 30 for 30s, like when they did, you know, the thing with Ice Cube about the Raiders, uh, when they do the behind, the last dance, Michael Jordan, like all this stuff. It's so good. They got a seven-part series coming out with Derek Jeter. And uh, I kind of wanted to just play a little bit of the trailer that uh, dropped. I believe it starts on, yeah, it's Monday. No, excuse me, Tuesday, July 18th. What's Derek about? What's he really like? My parents did a great job saying, you're going to deal with racism. Their job is to get a headline, and I wasn't going to give it to them. There were phones back then. My career would have been three years long. I approached him, and I said, are we good? And he said, oh, man. Mm, kind of. One thing with me, I'm very loyal. But loyalty one way is stupidity. Nobody hid it in plain sight like Derek G. Absolutely. The guy gave out gift bags to his one-night stands. Come on, you are on to tell me that dude didn't have some skeletons in the closet? If you got a $40,000 gift bag from Derek Jeter just because you went down on him one night, dude, things are working out for you, okay? I would gladly trade one quick hand job to Derek Jeter for a gift bag of $40,000. You know, Listen, I've bought $10 grab bags from the convenience store. You never know what's in it. You might get a battery or a slinky. $40,000 uh, bags that... Shit, man, there might be a Tiffany ring in there. Turn around and sell that shit. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? God, man. I love that dude. I For whatever reason, man, when he basically just told A-Rod, like, dude, you got to pound sand. Get the fuck away from me. I was like, what a bad... I mean, at the time, you guys were the not just the Yankees. Like, you were the one of the best Yankees teams in generations. And basically, he told the star, he's like, dude, piss off. Crazy. Uh, what's up, Sarah? Nice to see you. Hey, what's up, Ring Boy? Good to see you. Thanks for hopping on the live feed, man. See, we were talking earlier, Ring Boy, about people that uh, in radio, in, in this business, that you would probably not have any loyalty to. Dude, you are definitely one that I have loyalty to. All those years, you let me do ridiculous shit and then... <laughs> <laughs> threw me like nine going away parties. Come on, man. That's a guy that you definitely hang your hat with. All right. <laughs> Scooter. One of the reasons I love this podcast was your, uh, you're not that special quote. I live by this now. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I've said, when somebody does not remember your name, don't take offense to it. They got other shit going on. When somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're not that, as I told Shannon Hawley on the KS95 Morning Show many times, she would not go to the Mall of America because the terrorists are going to get there one day and then I'm going to die. And my exact quote to her on the air was, you're not that special. <gasps> How dare you? How dare you say something? 
I tell you, say something. I'm like, what? You really think you're that special that the terrorists are going to plan an attack because you're there? Dude, knock it off. You're not that special. <laughs> now, when you are young and you're like 23, you can people think that way. Your brain is not, you know, formed yet. But I mean, shit, man, we were like in our upper 30s and low 40s. You ain't that special. Knock it off. <laughs> in fact, I saw uh, Shannon when I was out in uh, New York, and that was one of the first things she brought up was the fact that she was fearing for her life. And I had to turn and look at her and be like, hey, get it together. You're not that special. That's the type of shit that'll stick with you. But hopefully you learn from it because you're just not. You're not. Nobody is. Knock it off. All right. Uh, so, guys, this uh, this week shows they start tonight. They go all the way through Sunday with Sophie Buttle and Wendy Mayberry. House of Comedy. You can find it at rudypovich.com. You can also just go to the House of Comedy website. Uh, Victoria Jackson. Those shows are going to be selling out. I believe, like, the early show Saturday might be close to selling out. I think the late show on Friday might be close to selling out. So if you want tickets, go to my website or just go to Gutty's Comedy Club MN. Those are going to be a blast. And then Chicago. Can't wait to come to Chicago. I do believe about half tickets are sold right now for the Comedy Vault. Batavia, Illinois. That's going to be September 22nd through the 24th. If you want tickets, like I said, just go to my website. All right, guys, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. You have to do it. Find it wherever you go, uh, either Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. Just subscribe. Then every day, no matter what, every day you wake up and boop, there's a brand new episode right in your inbox. You guys, take care. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Can't wait to tell you about the shows tonight over at House of Comedy. Thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.